Hey, welcome back to the Hold and Think Back podcast. Um, so today I just wanted to go over a really quick episode just to put something out there. Um, and it's going to go over optimizing glute growth because I know that you all want to optimize your glutes, even if you're a guy. Girls like that shit. I like that shit. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, but before we get into it, um, yeah, I've just been having a crazy couple of weeks, just super busy, um, really overwhelmed with work. But I am looking to hire another team member, so hopefully that will help decrease my workload. Um, But I am a new business owner, so I kind of understand that right now it is just a lot, and I'm trying to figure things out. Um, And I think being a business owner in general, I'm always going to have a little bit of stress, but I do hope that I can get some help so I'm not super crazy and I can focus more on the podcast and Instagram and just coaching the clients that I do have. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's where I've been, but I'm doing good, feeling okay. And I'm excited to get this, this podcast recorded. So like I was saying, so we're going to be talking about optimizing glute growth. Um, and so I first want to preface this by saying that with any type of muscle growth, you first want to make sure that the person is feeling optimal because let's say they have digestive issues. They have inflammation. Well, they're not going to feel really good trying to go to the gym, trying to build muscle. Um, and they're not going to be recovering properly, even with like hormonal issues. Say you have high stress, you're not going to be sleeping well. I have felt this the past um, like couple of weeks. My workouts haven't been the best because I have been super stressed. So we are just assuming that this person is going to be healthy, um, overall healthy. Their nutrition is on point. They're eating enough protein. They're eating enough calories in general. Um, and so now how do we manipulate their training to make sure that their glutes um, or their lower body is just going to be growing the fast as it possibly can. So first let's talk about recovery and how often you should be training your glutes. So you're going to want at least 48 hours in between leg days, but I would say honestly, 72 hours is going to be ideal, especially if after the 48 hours, you're still a little bit sore. Um, you might want to take another rest day. Um, because think about it this way, our muscles really repair Um, or actually they grow during repair. So if we're sore, it clearly means that we're not fully repairing our muscles. And so then you're not going to be fully growing those muscles. So you want to make sure you're not sore before your next training day. So don't go thinking that training five days a week is going to grow your glutes faster than anyone else. You're not an anime character. You're not Goku and you can't go super Saiyan. All right. You, you got to make sure that you're recovering. Um, And so in terms of how many sets or how much volume to do per week, you're going to want to hit about eight to 20 sets per muscle group per week. So eight sets is going to be on the low end. So that would be um, like doing two exercises, four sets each. Um, So I would say that's probably going to be for like a beginner. Um, But I would say 20 sets is on the high end and that's going to be for someone that's more advanced. So what would that be? That would be, um, four different exercises, five sets each. I think that I did that correct. Um, so that's how you would kind of split up your volume throughout the week. Um, and so obviously it gets a little funky because some workouts, you're not totally isolating a muscle group, for example, your glutes. Like if you're doing a lunge, that could also count as hamstring or, quad work. So I would just say eight to 20 is a good range here, but also take into account how you're recovering. Like I said, take into account, like, are you spending three hours at the gym every time, maybe less in your volume, all of that. So it's kind of like trial and error and everyone's going to be different. But again, that's a good ballpark. 
Um, so this would usually mean like for most of my clients, we do two leg days a week with two to three glute focus exercises per workout, three to four sets each. So that will give us that sweet spot of volume. And then we titrate up or down depending on the person and how they're able to recover. So that will go over training frequency. Um, and now what you want to do also is you want to make sure that you're hitting all parts of the glute. So a lot of us have this misconception that the glute is made up of one muscle, but actually it's glutes with an S and it's not because you have two butt cheeks. It's because there's three parts of your glute. Um, and that's going to be the minimus, the maximus and the medius. And so the medius is going to primarily work during stabilization and abduction. So abduction is when you're kicking your leg out to the side um, or when your leg is moving away from your body. So that's going to be things like, um, well, for stabilization, that could be kickback, split squats, any type of single leg movement. Um, or if you're doing like a side kickback or you're doing a kickback at an angle a little bit to the side. So that will hit the medius. The minimus is going to be hit. So this is actually the top part of your glute. So that will create that like shelf booty that everyone wants. Um, and so this is try um, trained primarily in the shortened position. And I'll get into shortened and lengthened position next. Um, but the shortened position is when it's usually going to be trained. And that's going to be with um, glute bridges or kickbacks. Um, and a little caveat here. So bridges, I mean this by you don't have to have your back flat on the ground. Bridges can be where you are doing basically what you would think is a hip thrust, but you're only performing that end range of motion, if that makes sense, rather than doing a hip thrust where you're going to let the bar sit on the ground and then you're going to thrust back upwards. I hope that makes sense, but that's going to be where you're hitting the minimus in that shortened position in a bridge or a kickback. Now the maximus, this is going to be the largest part of your glute, and this is going to be trained with squats, leg press, lunges, Pretty much any type of glute exercise, you're going to hit your maximus. So that goes over the three parts. So you want to make sure that you are including a variety in your training so that you're hitting all three parts. So a good way to structure a glute-focused workout would be something like a um, – actually, let's let's actually get into that in a second. I want to go over the shortened versus lengthened position here. Um, hopefully I'm not confusing you. So, yes, yeah, so we want to train the glutes in a shortened and lengthened position. Now. A lengthened position, this is when we're going to be ideally a little bit stronger. Um, it's going to be when we're stretching that muscle out before fully contracting. And then the shortened position, so basically full range of motion for the lengthened position. Now, the shortened position is going to be the end range of motion. And that's going to be, like I said, that bridge where you're not fully stretching that glute muscle before contracting. You're kind of just like, if you're thinking of a bridge, you can kind of think of it as I would say like a, a glute bridge compared to a hip thrust is probably about like half the range of motion there. So that's going to be in that shortened position. So I like to think of it as, okay, my glutes are already a little bit tightened. Then to get to that fully contracted position, they're going to be fully tightened. But again, when I'm starting the movement, they're already a little bit contracted. They're not totally stretched out. So an example of a lengthened position would be things like the squats, the lunges. If you can think of that, that's where you're totally stretching out your glutes, where your chest is almost to your knee because glutes function as hip extension and flexion. So the hip extension is going to be when your knees are really close to your chest. So yeah, it's going to be things like the squats, the lunges, the RDLs. And then the short position, the shortened position is going to be things like the glute bridges or the kickbacks that I was just talking about that also hit the minimus. 
Now that we got all of that sciencey stuff out of the way, how do we put together a good glute workout to hit all parts of your glutes? Now, what I like to do, if I was going to write a program myself, and I do this all the time, this is pretty much what a glute program would look like for me. Um, and actually, I do split my glute training up into two different days. But for the sake of this podcast, let's just pretend I'm doing all my glutes, all my glute training in one session. So I would first want to start with a heavy movement. So I would want to start with a hip thrust. That's going to allow me to hit the maximus, um, also the minimus, and then a little bit of the medius because you're at that that top contraction portion. You're going to hit the uh, the medius. Um, And you can also hit the medius really well if you're doing a single leg. Um, hip thrust. So that's also going to be at the the lengthened position. You're going to be training it really heavy. So I would first start with that hip thrust. Then from there, what I would probably do is I would maybe want to just jump into a single leg movement to really nail the medius. Um, And the medius is actually kind of like the side part of your glute. um, And that can also help create like more of that like voluminous like hip look. So For the medias, um, I would jump into a single leg movement, probably something like split squats. um, And that will also allow me to train in the lengthened position. And then from there, what I would do is I would train it in the shortened position. I would train my glutes in the shortened position um, for in order to hit the minimus. So I might even do actually a good one for this is a kind of like um, glute focus back extension. um, If you've ever done those, or I would just go into a kickback. Um, and then to finish it off, I might do something like a squat again to hit it in the lengthened position. Um, and yeah, really get the, um, the maximus, the minimus, and then a little bit of the medius. So that's how I put a a glute workout together. Um, again, I like to split this up into two training days. So I do two full lower body days. So what I'll usually do, because glutes are my primary focus, I'll usually start with glutes on both the beginning of my training days. So I'll do something like a hip thrust or a single leg movement to hit my glutes. And then I would go into a quad or hamstring focus exercise after that. Um, Because again, I really want to prioritize my glute growth. Um, So yeah, and then another thing too, a good rule of thumb too, if you're ever wondering if a workout is primarily glutes or primarily quads, let's say we're talking about a lunge here. So if you want to make a lunge more of your quads, you're going to let your knee go over your toe. So your shin is no longer going to be perpendicular to the ground. You're going to have your shin angle a little bit farther out more towards over your toe. So your knee's going to be over your toe. This is going to stretch out the quad more and not so much the glute. And then you also want to have an upright torso in this position, actually. Um, so if you do this right now, you can kind of notice that your hip is not really extended and your glutes really aren't lengthened and you should feel this more in your quads. Now, if you want to hit your glutes, now the shin is going to stay pretty much perpendicular to the ground so that you're not really lengthening those quads. And then you're going to lean forward more with your toe, your torso to get more of a stretch in your glutes. So you could play around with that, but that's usually a good rule of thumb if you're ever confused on what like what the exercise is hitting, basically what it's targeting. Um, yeah. So obviously other than this, you know, just make sure that you have a strong core because if you're doing something like a hip thrust and your abdominals aren't strong or just your glutes aren't strong in general, you're going to feel things in your low back and your hamstrings also want to make sure that form is on point. 
Um, but I would say that these are all the basics to growing your glutes. Again, assuming that nutrition and hormones and gut health are all on par. Um, now, if you want more help with this, if you're like, I don't know if my form's good, I still feel confused with this whole glute training thing. You can always reach out for coaching. Um, I will put the link to the application in this little description here so that you can check that out and maybe apply to work with myself or my assistant coach. Um, but yeah, and then uh, I would also say to follow my Instagram. I'll also link that as well if you're not already following me there. Um, and I also have a lot of good information on glute training, training in general, and all things fitness and nutrition and overall health. So hopefully you guys found this podcast episode helpful. <laughs> I can't talk. Hopefully you find this helpful. Um, and if you did make sure to leave a review, cause when I get 50 reviews, I will be giving away a free month of coaching. Um, and it's, it has to be a written review with your Instagram handle so that I know how to contact you. That is all for today. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you on the next one.